I'm David. And I'm Courtney. And welcome to Room to Room, a podcast about parenthood and relationships. And all the shit in between. You guys mentioned a lot of things when you were when you were children with your parents and the ways that they taught you or they parented you. How has like how has being a parent kind of made you reflect on um, your parenting styles? Is there anything that your parents, the way that they parented you, that you kind of are also instilling on your kids or how you parent? I said in the last podcast that. My, my dad wasn't around and he was he's kind of the reason I parent the way that I am because I want to be the exact opposite of what my dad was um, so yeah for sure I, I definitely do that quite a bit um, I do plan on always being there for depending what the sporting event spelling bee cheerleading contest uh, home baking contest whatever she wants to do whatever either one of my daughters want to do like uh, you know kind of joked around about it, but I'll be the dad in the back with the side saying my daughter's killing it. You know, you know what I mean? Like, my daughter's spelled better than your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> or your child. And I'll, I'll, I'll be that dad. I have no no quarrels with that. I'm a very proud dad to, to be able to say that, you know? So, um, I think, I think just knowing that they have your support, I think that's the biggest thing that I want to reflect on that because I didn't always have that support and I feel like that if I did have more support as a kid, I could have did more things mm-hmm. or better in those things, you know. But at the same yeah. point, it's it is what it is. I am the person that I am, and I, I won't change that. But at the same point, the person I am is going to be the best dad to Hazel and Sadie for sure. Damn. Yeah. I'll, I'll say like one of the things that. What was the question again? How did you, <laughs> I, I well, want to make sure I'm framing. Well, it. yeah, no, no. I, I think like how like your parenting from like from your parents, how you were parented. What are some things that you're gonna take from that that experience into how you're going to parent your kids, or maybe how you won't parent your kids? Okay, yeah. So there's definitely the. Uh, I think my wife and I both kind of had a similar thing where, like, I don't think the ceiling was very high, for like really us. So in terms of where we would go with it so like i love sports but i like so okay my parents are split um they're split i lived with my mom you know nothing against her but i don't think she knew you know she's like oh michael jordan plays basketball that's pretty cool but doesn't know like the impact of that you know what i mean so like just kind of one of those knows of it but doesn't really understand like what it takes to get there or do things like that Mm -hmm. whereas like my dad on the other hand i feel like he did but he wasn't there to guide me with it Mm -hmm. and so um you know it their their co-parenting i don't think was very effective yeah it wasn't it was just like well i'm with mom now mom rules i'm with dad now dad rules type thing and so you know being with my dad like two days a week like, it's just not that high of an impact. Like, he would come to stuff and then be like, oh, you should do this. But it's like, okay. But then, I, you know, I go to the other thing. And like, my mom's like, no, just do school. Just, you know. Yeah. What does it matter? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Type of thing. And so, like, that's kind of why I'm like, it's not like it was intentional. But the ceiling wasn't very high. It was like, oh, okay. Um, You know. And I think that, like, a lot of the things that I got was just, like, the negative. 
Mm. Like, of like, oh, they never spend time with their families. They're always cheating. Like, you, you want to be a professional athlete? Like, that's not, that's not the life you want to live. You're going to be away a lot. I'm like, they retire at but under 40. Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, now in my mind, I'm like, that's so much time yeah. Yeah. to have, like, built something. Um, you know, so it's just like, the little things like that would be like, like, if you want to dedicate yourself to something, like, you should do it. Like, look at this route. Look how far you can go with, and it doesn't have to be sports. It could be with art. It could be with the business. It could be with, with athletics. It could be with drama, theater, whatever it may be. Um, you know, I think it was just like, as far as like the parenting went, you know, um, I think they were just like, you know, in almost survival mode. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? To the best they can. To, to the best they can. Yeah, so it's yeah, just yeah. like. I was like, oh, like, you know, I was just confused. Like, where, what do I do? What yeah. can I do? Like, what, you know, so like. How do I get there? Yeah, how, how do I get, get there? there and stuff? Yeah. And it's like, oh, I don't know. I don't, you have to figure it out. And so like, as a kid, I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't know. You know, you're just like listening to like whatever. So um, I think like what I'm trying to say is like, I kind of, excuse me. I, I take that. Uh, I think even part of why I'm a school counselor is because. I want to make sure kids are like guided to like, yo, this is a possibility. It's like mm-hmm. you go above and beyond, mm-hmm. you know, like there's, there's stuff overseas, there's stuff here, there's stuff, um, online now that, you know, like just like look for those opportunities. And so, uh, I definitely like take that into my parenting as well. And, you know, even though they're so young, it's just like, if they're interested in something like, yeah, let's do it. Like, you know, whatever you want to do, like, let's play, let's get like the fine motor skills. If you want to do like my daughter's definitely more into like fine motor stuff. Like she'll, you know, kind of take a toy and just like really dissect it and just like, what does this do? Like poke, push, pull on like every little part of it. Whereas, you know, my son's like, throw. <laughs> you know, it's a ceiling fan. Right. Just big motor movement. What can I do? Like, you know, like, I mean, I'm like, what was, I mean, his son's over here doing 14 plus 14. So I'm like, damn. I'm like, my son over here just bam, 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 bam. Um, you know, but it's like, okay, how far can bam, bam go? Right? Make sure you're on that right path. You know, it just doesn't mean anything. I, I mean, it means a lot, but it doesn't mean anything at the same time. Like, so just being able to kind of see like the strengths that they have and build on it and like, you know, really be able to say, hey, if you want to do like, you know, kind of be that support in that way. And so just kind of taking in a lot of the, uh, like just continued learning, just continued learning, like, you know, kind of understanding what it takes for, you know, certain things. And, um, you know, I really take that into like my parenting style and even at this young age, just because, you know, I'm like, okay, we got to get stuff for him to like do big motor movements, Mm -hmm. you know, we got to get stuff for my daughter to like really like pull apart, put together, like make something happen with it because that's what she's into. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I think, you know, and I, I def, one thing I was going to say that I def, I actually brought me closer to my dad um, was we, we made a decision where I was going to be gone three days a week. Like, so they're going to be at home or by themselves. So I'd be gone three days a week and then I'd come in and be there with them like four days a week, like two days of the week and the weekend. And so I, that was rough because it's like, even though it's three days, you miss so much, Mm -hmm. like so much happens, so much growth, so much like just within the system happens that you like, 
miss. And if you're not like updated on it or like a lot of times I just felt like, okay, I got to get in there and make up, make up for the time. You know, I'm like over here trying to chase, you know, the person they're like 200 meters in front of me. I'm like, I'm going to get them. And I get there and it's like, well, now I have nothing left and now they're gone anyways. And so like that really kind of put in perspective. I mean, I don't even like for even like co-parenting, it's just like, like even say I have to like, well, why is this happening? What's going on? Like having that patience and like, you know, almost taking like that ego away of like, man, I'm not like, man, I'm not there all the time. It's Mm -hmm. rough. Like Mm -hmm. that's hard and stuff. And so it made me reflect on like, my dad like really because he was there it's just like he said it's just visits and stuff but it wasn't like it, it, it like it was hard because like sometimes you'd be like i don't like can i reach out to him you know for some reason i like i didn't reach out to him like i didn't like i mean, I, even, I had a cell phone since like fifth grade at the time because it was just my mom and three other kids and so then you know she, we get out of school at like two thirty two thirty three mm-hmm. o'clock and she didn't get home until like five thirty six. And so it'd be just me and them for uh, fifth grade and up. Uh, I'd just be watching them. Uh, and so it's just like, you know, it's like, why didn't I call more? You know, but there's also other dynamics in it that were going on too. And so, but just like kind of understanding like how hard it is to just pick up just like wherever they're at when you haven't been involved with it mm-hmm. for like uh, any amount of time. It's just like. Oh, I was like, why are they doing this? Can't, like, why can't, like, if I was there, I'd be doing it this way, or I'd be doing it that way. And so kind of being like, having to really reel back and be like, you weren't there. You're not yeah. there. So you got to really be there when you're there. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, like, that was, that was hard. And so some, some of the times I could understand, like, like, why my dad didn't do certain things or, like, try to, you know, like, impose himself in certain ways. Uh, because it's just like it can be disruptive you know it changes everything you know it's like mom's there you know doing everything then you're just gonna go in there and just kind of trash it like you can't do that you can't like just go in and implode what's been going on like so it's like learning to how to okay what's going on just like blending in with it and you know making like the minor changes like for the better if you can Mm -hmm. at the time so that that whole process, because we did that for almost a year, was hard. It was really, really hard. And so I was like, like just thinking about like, dang, like, you know, you ask for patience, you know, it's given to you. And so it's like being able to be patient within that process helped me to just like almost open my mind up to like the, like where my dad was, you know, because it wasn't, it wasn't easy for him to like, it, it was easy for me to go in and talk to my wife. And, like, mm-hmm. get what's going on. Definitely wasn't easy for him to talk to my mom mm-hmm. about stuff or, like, you know, things like that. It, wasn't, it just wasn't. Because uh, there's, you know, there's things that were going on. So, I'm like, dang, he had to do that longer. And it was hard to, like, be on the same page as the person you're co-parenting with. Yeah. You know, it's like, I'm on the same page and beyond with my person. It's, it was still hard. Yeah. And yeah. so, just, like, um, just, like, understanding and being like, oh, you know, it's... It like brought me closer. Just kind of put some stuff down for me. Like, okay, you can chill out, Jordan. You can chill out. Like, let's this 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 whole parenthood is hard. Yeah, like, yeah. there's so much in it that affects like every little thing. And if you like really think about it, it's just hard. It's just really hard. It helped you like realize kind of perspective of like when they were parents. And I think in a pre couple couple podcasts before we talked about this, 
they had way less resources than mm-hmm. we have now. Way less. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and the dynamics that they have that they need to provide a family and they grind. Whatever that, what, at any means necessary. Mm-hmm. If that's not yeah. being present for your child because you're providing financially, mm-hmm. you're doing that. If that's you being present for your child and you're not financially providing, that is what it is. Yeah. And the, the ramifications of what that does to the child, we don't know. But in mm-hmm. this moment, we are providing that support in that environment to help them have the resources to thrive uh, mm-hmm. for safety, the basic needs. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, it's like, how do you look back at, like, what your parents, how they parented you, and now it's so, so hard to do because we have so many, so much access to resources yeah. and knowledge and Google and all these things that, like, they didn't have then. And it's like, yeah, to get you to do what I need you to do, to understand that you can't do this, yeah, a belt was what I needed to do to help you understand that. And for like, and for me and like my siblings, like, and it did. And not not saying like, for, oh, and for me like as a parent now, like that's something that me and my wife talk about. Like, we never want to, you know, put hands on our child. Like that is our intention of like, you know, spanking and stuff. So we don't want to do that. Um, and but and it's a different time where we have so much more resources yeah. than they had, where they're doing the best they can. And so I, I definitely get that. Like I think often of like. My parents did this and this, and like in this situation, they would have just easily been like, Well, right. don't do that. Right. And it's like, yeah. How should you pass the head? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? I and I remember talking with my siblings, like, Man, you know, we got work for that. I'm glad they did that. Yeah. Like, right? Because, yeah, you know, sometimes I've you never think said that. that. <laughs> <laughs> No, I said, mean, you see, you see how some people act like, man, you know, they never got, they never yeah, got whooped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, they would not be, they wouldn't say that, they wouldn't do that. And I was like, whoa, I'm glad I didn't end with, up like that. Wait, the kids talk to their parents now. Ooh, I wish oh, they would. No. Yeah, I wish they would. It makes my blood boil. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. if I would have even started a sentence of what you're saying, oh, it would have been lights out, like, night-night time mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Because you just don't do that. It's like, to like, Go to a friend's house and see how like, you didn't Fuck respect you, my space, mom. You shut your mouth, yeah, mom. You go to me. Leave like, me alone. What the oh, oh my god. Yeah. I used to be like, yo. Steve, you can't talk to your mom. Yeah, like exactly. <laughs> I talk to her mom every day. You shut your mouth too. I'm like, yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, I'm gonna get out of here. Actually, like, listen, Chad. Right. I don't feel comfortable right now. You are right. in a very. So he was talking about grades, and he said, "Mom, why are you always on my dick about this?" I wish the nigga would. I was like, "Wow, yeah, that's why this." You know what I mean? And, like, then, and then you're like, and, and you're really like, like, "Hey, you know, and and Billy, we don't talk to our mom that way." Right? Right? Oh, How do you man. feel when you hear that? Whereas at home, it's like, "Hey, you don't." Oh yeah, God! Yeah. I just had to imagine like, "Surprise, you got teeth, little homie." It's like, like <laughs> you said that, and the first thing that did happen was you get physically assaulted. I am. This is amazing. Like, try this. Say this real quick. Let's see if it works. Because I can never, ever. All of us have PTSD from our experience. Right? It's all coming out of our experience. That was crazy. Like, literally what you said, I'm so glad you said that. Because, like, how, like, I'm not trying to say it, like, in a bad way. But, like, how your parents co-parented you as far as, like, they didn't, like, really push you in any different direction, per se. Mm -hmm. They just kind of did what they could, right? Mm -hmm. That's my worst fear as a co-parent. So the reason why I'm with I'm talking to Megan constantly is mm-hmm. because I want to be on the same page. Yeah. If I know they have a fifty fifty, yeah. There's fifty percent of the time I'm not with them. Right now I'm not with them. So 
So well, I need trust to know. Has to go into that oh, hundred percent right? trust. So she's got to mm-hmm. be able to be like, okay, well, you're not feeding them Skittles for dinner, right? Like, no, I'm not. I'm not. Um, Unless we're watching, you know, Mark on Lynch. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's just like uh, the communication part is so big, but my whole thing is I want us to elevate him on a level to where he is striving to be the best at whatever he wants to be. And he's getting love from both families. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How does that go into like, I'm thinking, because you obviously you're, you're, you're co parenting with Carter and Megan, but she has a 14 year old. Yeah. How does that bleed into then? Obviously, like you're not her father. Right. But. How does that bleed into that? It's a it's a slippery slope. It's tricky because uh, Jayla's father really isn't in the picture. Yeah. So I've always like I met her when she was five. Mm-hmm. You know, and then mm-hmm. me and Megan were together for a good chunk of time. So she's basically grown up within our family. You know, she's like I consider her basically like a daughter, pretty mm-hmm. much. You know, but it's it's hard because the dad still is in the picture. So I have to like. And then me and Megan aren't together. So now it's like, it's just a whole different vibe. It's yeah, like, super cool. when I was with her, I remember I used to like have to check him. Like, he would try to like, we should get back together and make it work. And I'd be like, nope, we're together. Chill out. Relax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I used to have to put him in his place. Yeah. I was like, bro, you don't never come around. And I remember this one time, it just, it broke my heart. But like, I got her into soccer. She was always doing cheerleading. Yeah, you about this. Remember this? Yeah. She's always doing cheerleading. It was like cool like you sit there they do the cheers and you're watching like these fourth grade boys just basically hit each other there's no like so you go it's raining you're just sitting there and like oh yeah you do the cheers with them you know it's like but i was like why do you get her into like track or soccer or something oh, something that i'm more not knocking on cheerleading because that is not knocking on cheerleading cheerleading is real he said he didn't like y'all. <laughs> I, like, I, was like, I don't want you to get dragged, so I'm just like trying to kill him. Watch out for you. Yeah, take a sip. But did you die? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was just, uh, you know, I got her into it, and then like the dad just pulled up one day, didn't even say nothing. And I wasn't notified. So he's just like, so I'm like, you know, I'm, I've been going to every practice. I've been, you know, we have a tradition, like I take her to ice cream after. And so. Yeah, I was just there cheering for her, you know, like whatever. And all of a sudden, she comes running off the field. She's so excited. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, come to me. She's yeah. like, nope. She literally runs right past him, like, look Damn. back, and he just he just showed up. And so it sucks because he's like, I have to discipline her. I have to take the iPad away so she does her homework. I have to do all this stuff. I have to make sure she has dinner before she goes. I have to do all that stuff when we're living together. Mm-hmm. He just gets to show up randomly yeah. and take her shopping, and now he's the greatest dad. So for me... When I say it broke, it broke me in so many ways. It's I can't even, I can't even put it to words that feeling of just like, damn, like you could do everything right, you know, and it still doesn't. It's not gonna equate to her real father, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it was tough. It was tough. It's like, and, and I have to like know my place. Like Carter, oh he get flicked. I don't care. That's my son. He's from me. So. Yeah, he's going to get the whoopings eventually when it gets to that point, if that's what it has to get to. But with her, I had to be delicate. It's like, you know, you're not like my actual, you know. And then the worst part is the worst thing you could ever do. And I get it. I'm disciplining her. What's her go-to line? You're not my dad. Yeah, you're my dad. Yeah. <laughs> it used to kill me, bro. Like, you're right. How, never mind. Yeah. Like, you're right. Let me go find him now. Oh, in, in my head, I just said all that. Yeah. Trust me. In my yeah. head, I was like, you're right. I don't even need to do this. I don't even be taking this. I don't even get you buy new shoes. Like, all this stuff. But I had to, like, get yeah, yeah. Usa. Yeah. Right. I gotta go to the bathroom in five minutes. One, <laughs> I gotta go to the bathroom. Three, four, five. Okay.
You're right, dude. Yeah, I'm you're really upset. You're like, Finish on. Yeah, so it was just, that was a tricky, that was tricky. So I've seen it on so many different levels. And like, right now we have a good relationship. Like, you know, it's, it's been good. And, and then just with Carter, like I said, my biggest fear is to like me and her not get along and not do it. And then he's affected by it. Yeah. So yeah. me and her talk constantly to the point where she's gonna hate me for saying this to the point where it's really hard for either of us to get into like serious dating yeah. because like she tried with the person and he just hated how we co-parented he didn't like that i was I there all the time yeah. and he didn't like that yeah. i was like yeah, come on to the family cookout and like, like let's why? do this. Why this nigga invite you? Basically, like, yes. Like, who like, is this guy to you? Like, why is he so, so involved? You know, right. Yeah. You know, now to me, I'm thinking like, you should be happy about mm-hmm. that. What? Like to me, I always yeah. think in my head, and this may be not realistic, but in my mind, I always envision that like, she'll meet someone, I'll meet someone. And then Carter and Jayla like, have like, four different people yeah, to like exactly. love yeah. them, you know? So I think it's like better. Like you're just going to have these two people that get along. And then their people should get along, and then you just have extra love, extra family support. Mm-hmm. But it just it in reality, you just have to find the right person that can accept that. And the way me and her communicate daily, the way we do things as a family, you know, yeah. it's tough for any person coming in to date one of us to be like cool with like, oh, this is what we do for Christmas. It's an uphill battle. I imagine yeah. anyone that dates you, either you two, yeah. it's an uphill battle to yeah. feel connected into that that relationship because of the strong bond that you guys yeah. have with chance to communicate. It's tough. Like I imagine like it'd be like a wow, I have to get past him yeah. and the whole family yeah. to be able to get to you. Right. But like but once again though, if someone's like they understand that and that they yeah. should value that and yeah. then they should put effort into all yeah, of exactly. those Well the crazy yeah. part to me is both families are welcoming. Yeah, like, exactly. My, my, even my family understands, like, we're not together, but mm-hmm. Megan's family for life. Yeah. So the, she's always going to be invited to every exactly. single family thing. If this other guy is now a part of that, he's welcome to come to. We invited him. We mm-hmm. invited him to, like, Juneteenth. We did a family thing. He, he wasn't comfortable with it. We did Easter. He wasn't comfortable with it. He wanted to do all the Christmas stuff with his family. It's like, bro, we have traditions, you know? Yeah. Now, it's give or take. Now, you understand, like, okay, well, this year we're doing it with my family. Mm-hmm. Next year you can do it with your family. Like, you know, we yeah, can right. do a trade-off. It's, it's not like that. But to sit here and be, like, offended that Megan goes to a concert with my sister because that's, you know, that's what she wanted to do. Because yeah. that's still on. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my point. My logic yeah. to it is, like, do you think that she's with you now that he, she now cuts our entire family off? Like, yeah. Lots, you got, you gotta get with you gotta be with people that understand. It's almost like they have to have kids of their their own because right. if you don't have kids, you're coming in. Yeah, like your ego of being single, no kids yeah. is still there. Hundred percent, yeah. still hundred percent. You can't understand that. Yep. Like you're still gonna go up to Megan and be like, "Man, you're fine." Like, no, that's not how it's gonna be. Like, yeah. you know, it's still gonna be like yeah. that, yeah. even though it's not. Like, you gotta understand. Like, that's just for the kid. Yeah. You guys made love. That love is here now. Yeah. Now it's like you gotta take care of it, regardless yeah. of like the situation that you're in. So. Cause you guys know, I would go to the football games. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. Carter, yeah. me and Megan playing with yeah. them. So like, whoever is gonna be a part of that's gotta understand that's just how it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. If you can't accept it, you just don't need to be in the picture. But I thank Megan because she took a stance. She could have easily been like, yeah, well. Maybe yeah, he's right. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. right. Maybe I can't play football because he doesn't feel comfortable that we play together. And maybe 
for Christmas this year, even though we've done it for the last seven years, uh, we're going to go this way. Like, she could have easily done that. And I would have respected it. Because I would have been like, that's your boy. That's I would have salty as yeah. fuck. I would have respected it. I would have said it out loud. Yeah. In my head, I would have been like, oh, for real? Okay, say yeah. less. Don't come back to no more family cookouts. <laughs> like, in my head, I would have been like, you are good. <laughs> I'm just saying it would have been a whole different situation so yeah it worked out it, it's, it's worked out good but that's another aspect of of where we're at right now is we we value our communication and our togetherness mm-hmm. for the goal of making sure Carter is the best version of himself yeah. that other outside sources are going to have to like really accept that you know yeah so that's just what it is how about you, Jim? Yeah, I'm. God, what do I want to pull from my parents, right? I mean, it's just. I think my we've touched on it a little bit in just different ways, right? But I think the biggest thing that I really appreciate about my parents, you know, that they did for me, which is made sure that I always was doing enough things to just fill my days always i went through just you know the typical weird stage when i was in middle school when i was i want to drop out of this thing drop out of that thing. i don't really want to do this i want to hang up more friends you can't drop out of everything you gotta you know, gotta keep this going you gotta keep this going because they knew that i enjoyed those things but i was just going through a weird stage yeah. Yeah. and i was just dropping things even though i knew i loved it and you know it's just like the little things it's just like you know I, I know you're not you know doing this as much but i know it's something you enjoy so i'm going to keep like putting it out there i'm not going to force you to do it but i'm going to keep putting it out there and you well, and you have year, to have activity. One more season. One more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just that, and then you, they always made sure I had an activity. Mm-hmm. I always had something I was doing where I was around influences, around good, you know, good influences I could have. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't doing choir, if I wasn't doing any sort of sports, if I didn't have any of that, you know, going on, then you start losing. Uh, you, know, you start losing touch with people, and you start losing touch with that good influence you can have in your life. That was the best thing, because I mean, if you, if you had a parent just like you know, like whatever, like you know, you do what you, what you got to do, go for it. I think that was the biggest thing that stuck out to me. That I want to make sure that I, uh, that I do, you know, is make sure that there's always as, as many activities as possible, um, you know, just to keep them busy, keep them have having good influences, and and keep them busy and just keep progressing in things. And kind of like what you said, you know, like like in like you said, it's to, uh, well, like you know, talking about you want to make sure to have the opportunity to be. The best they can be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. for me, it's like my one of my favorite things. I did uh, long distance track when I was in high school. Steve Prefontaine, you know, to give anything less than your best, the sacrifice to gift. You know, one of my favorite so, quotes of all time. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, but just you know, it's just do the best you can do. Like, you know, have stuff in your life where you can just strive to be as good as you can possibly be at it. Um, that's where you're going to get the most, you know, satisfaction. Those are just the things, you know, those are the things that really like shape me into who I am. Mm-hmm. Those little things that they pushed me into. And there was a point in my life, probably if they would have let me, I would have dropped out of my guitar lessons and dropped out of choir. Cause I'm like, you know, I'm kind of done with all this stuff. Angel. You, you know, fingers are also an angel, <laughs> you know, guitar wise. It's yeah. just crazy. And those were, you know, when I, when that, that was like my whole life going forward, you know, uh, from that point. Um, you know, my whole college experience was shaped by music, you know, so. Cause you're That's acapella. You're yeah. Yeah. I was in acapella group when I was in college, you know, so straight you, up like pitch perfect. Oriented. Oh, yeah. for real? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, uh, yeah, but you know, nice the thing about them in middle school and I dropped out of choir, that, none of that happens, yeah. but that was just them like, look, it's something you enjoy. You can't drop off everything. Mm-hmm. You got to keep doing something. You have to keep doing it. 
And that's the biggest, that, that's the stuff where you want to give boundaries. You want to do the right thing. Yeah, you want to make sure you listen to your kids. You want to let your kid be your own thing. So what you talked about earlier too, you don't want to push them into what you want them to do. There's a lot there, but it's like, okay, you can do whatever you want to do. You have to do enough. Yeah, it's not just one thing. It's like, you got, your day's got to be full. Yeah. You, know, you can't have, you have your one thing that you do on Tuesday and then the other six days you do nothing. Right. Because like, you get a you lot of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how... Don't get those idle hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. You know, you just don't get to the point when you have a kid that just doesn't have hobbies. I, I didn't, yeah. yeah, you know, and that's the biggest thing. And like the way you get into that trap where you don't have hobbies, it's like you just stop pushing when you're young. Yeah, and, and I, that's part of the parent. Yeah, yeah. I think I, so I would. True. I look back and I'm I'm thankful that you know support systems are so important whether you are a parent or a child. I think even as a child, when you have a really good support system, you have people who on the outer rim are maybe your, your parents' friends or, or a coach or a teacher yeah. or whatever that helps push you to do what maybe what they envision or but they push you to do to continue to achieve. Like, I remember in high school, like, I quit football my junior year because I was like, or I was going into senior year, maybe. No, no, my junior year. I quit football the spring of my sophomore year, going into junior year. I was like, I don't play football. I'm going to go to Camp Howard. Fuck that. I wanna, <laughs> I, and, like, I quit. And like, I love I love my parents. They're amazing. Um, they've sacrificed a lot to make sure that that me and my siblings um, were successful, and I thank them so much for that. And at the same time, though, like that pushing that you talked about, that didn't happen necessarily like when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. So like when I quit, one one getting me into sports, they were like, oh whatever, you don't have to do it sports or whatever. But like when I quit, they were just like, oh okay, mm-hmm. and they just let me yeah. quit. And like I had that experience of like when I was a junior that first fall like watching the first game and I was like wow I really miss this yeah I could yeah. be on the field I literally could be that could be me doing this and making yeah. that play blah 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 I ended up going back and playing like I ended up talking to the coach because I once again like the support system I really connected to the coach um, one of the coaches um, on the varsity team and so I talked to him and then ended up coming back and it, I, the best thing best thing that I ever did. Uh, because then I continued to play, I challenged myself, I fought adversity, and then that correlated to a bunch of other things. But, like, that's such a big thing of, like, teaching teaching my children to get involved in something. Yeah. yeah. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be sports. I want Debate it. club. I want right. it so much. <laughs> yeah, I want it so you. much yeah. in sports. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And my wife, amazingly, uh, amazing wife, reminds me often that doesn't have to be sports. It can be us also be X, Y, and Z. And I, whatever it is, whatever it is, like, I, I support that and I just want them to get involved in something. Yeah. Fuck. You could work. Like, yeah. if it, if, even if it's a job, that's yeah. fine too. Like, but get like, you people. have to be yeah, around people. You have to be involved in something at, yeah. I think, a certain age. Um, I'm, I, we'll figure that later. Um, but at a certain age, you have to get involved in something. Yeah. And if that's giving back, volunteering, I don't care. Um, and that's something I want to instill that I, I didn't, I don't think I got necessarily from like when growing up. Um, but then of course, like sense of community that my parents always have that sense of community. They always still have that. Even though as I get older, it becomes less. Mm-hmm. And so we, we try to push, remind them that, um, that's something I want to help them get involved in too, for, for sure. I agree with that. I, uh, I actually used to just pick up shifts on refereeing, um, uh, intramural sports and I'm at my high school and then 
a, a cool thing that I got to do that evolved from that and just volunteering myself to be able to do that was I got to referee a special Olympics basketball tournament, oh, which was wow. super rewarding, That's super nice. awesome, super rewarding. It was fun for me. It was fun for the kids who also were participating. It was fun for the coach. It, it, it was just crazy enough. I don't think I've ever smiled until I got married like that as frequently as much as I smiled in that long period of time. Like it was super rewarding. And yeah. I would go back and do it again. And then as I got older, like I started volunteering coaching youth sports. I didn't have kids who were playing, but I started volunteering coaching soccer. I coached basketball. I ended up coaching football for a long period of time. I had some really cool stories about that, actually. Uh, give it up for the TBYFL Vikings down in Tampa, Florida. But uh, <laughs> like, it just just some cool things that like I I was able to do because one day I decided to, well, I'm gonna try refereeing intramural sports yeah. and then it kept evolving kept evolving wow. and it's like that's, that's something that i want to be able to have my daughter understand later on in life or my daughters understand in life it's like you don't know where this this bean might take you yeah. you know exactly. what i mean yeah. we yeah. don't know where this this gem might lead you here lead you here and open up another door that you might not know is there for you right now i believe so hard in the butterfly effect I yeah it's a, it's a thing. yeah yeah. Yep. yeah any impact that you have talking to someone might lead the X, Y, and Z. Because for me, I feel like it's ha happened so much in my yeah. life with how I met Courtney, how I got in the field that I got into, how I got into the school district yep. I got into, how I, like how I've met you all, right? Like, yeah. it's, oh, I feel like the yeah. butterfly effect of little things of like, it's wild. Like, we, we I think we kind of ran to, into each other every once in a while going into mm -hmm. our house. We never talked to each other. But then yeah. finally, I think, I don't know if it was, we, we talked or, or um, I don't, I, it was probably me. Uh, me talk to you or Raquel and be like, "Hey, oh yeah, let's, let's like get together sometime." It was mm -hmm. talking and then boom, like yeah, that was yeah, relationship yeah. was formed. Or flag yeah, football is how I met you two. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's yeah. just how it's just like. I hated this guy. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Until you guys you never were both played. Up. We would play oh, you hated all that. Oh, that was me. No. Oh. We it played together, but we would have right, to play That's right, son. They hated playing the That's right. I'll let you I love, boy. I love our team. It's like the Draymond. No way it is now. <laughs> like Draymond, you know? You love damn, your why, team. Why I gotta be darky? Like, no. Draymond, <laughs> like, damn. Who holds the team together? Uh, no, come on. You could have called me anybody. You know what? We're gonna talk about this. Oh, off come on. I think we're off a bit. Come on, I take it. Kind of a bit. Kind of like in the in the Roma family. Um, the things that you brought from your family and your upbringing and how it came into how you parent. I'm curious, and I, and I think this might be a little cliche, but I think it's important too, though, is how has being a dad kind of helped you or how is it, what has come up with you and how you view your dad and how, maybe in, in, how he raised you or how he did it or what that relationship was. But how does being a dad um, make you reflect on your relationship with your dad? I've been wanting to say something on this since Will said something earlier, so I'm going to hop in real quick. I mean, you were talking about just uh, memories you have, you know, mm -hmm. of, of your dad and just the, those little special things that the funny thing is, like, they're the rituals and I love to even hear that you're sharing the ice cream, you know, it's like yeah. you're passing it on, you know, but mm -hmm. those are the little things that catch on and I just think about my my dad worked his ass off. He was a restaurant proprietor for most of my childhood growing up, so... I really only saw him on the weekends, like on Saturday morning. I'd see him wake up late and yeah, get his get, get his shoes on and go to work at like ten a.m. Yeah. He had Sundays off, so I saw him all day Sunday. But he had stuff to do, he had yard work to do, you know. 
So I didn't really see him very much. He worked a lot. He worked really hard. And but he did make sure that he always had moments. He always had opportunities. You know, on those Sundays, he wanted to make sure that he did get my brother and I out to go and do things. And so I guess my biggest thing I recognize is one, <laughs> just how much work he had to put into do the damn thing and being a good dad. You know, what I mean, just because yeah. I can only imagine like that's a whole like I I you know, and working and that's a whole different type of work, you know, being a proprietor at a restaurant and he was still, you know, giving it up. And I think the biggest thing too, is I'm, I'm, I'm a pack rat. You know, I hold on to a lot of things. I have just tubs and tubs of stuff in my garage and my wife keeps on trying to get rid of it. But in my head, I'm like, my kid's going to grow up and he's going to see my high school track spikes. He's going to want to know stories. I'm going to give him like 20 of them. He's not going to, the thing is we all know he's probably not going to care. care. And that's why I probably should listen to my wife and get rid of it. But but you never know you, but the thing is I think the point though is like the things that stuck for you who knows if that's what he intended but the point is is that like you just don't really know what it's going to be and so you should just always just just try to create moments and you're probably going to have some things that don't happen the way you imagine them you're going to head you're like you know what I'm going to do I cannot wait to take my kid to his first this yeah. And it's, we're going to have this amazing experience together. And then it might not hit. And you're like, well, that kind of sucks. Yeah, but true. then there's going things that happen. We're like, I don't know. And like, for, I'm, I'm sure my dad was like, yeah, I'm going to take my kid fishing. It's just something we do. Those are my memories. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. my memory of being in the back of his like Nissan Xterra and listening to Jimmy Buffett. And, you know, like, you know, like, like that is just, those are my memories. You know, those are the ones that stick with me. And those are the things that I was like, I'm just so glad that he did that. You know, like, I, I'm a terrible fishermen but you know, at least it was just something that we got to do together and those are the things that stuck and i'm sure there's a million things that he wanted to show me he's like let me show you how like you know how i you know do this or do that and i just didn't care yeah but there's these little things where he did and so i, I think my biggest thing that i should recognize is becoming a dad and seeing that and just knowing kind of what we've all been talking about it's like you have these visions going to the future of exactly what it's going to be like and it's not going to be like that yeah but there's going to be something. And so it's like you just be open to it and just give as many opportunities for that stuff to happen. Yeah. You know, and because you just don't know what it's going to be. And it'll be special regardless. And I know, like, I'm, my dad and I both have awesome stories we can tell now. Just the most random things that are great stories. You know, we, us putting a new, uh, like, attic ladder, you know, in at my old house. Like, that was like a whole day thing. And that's, that's like a core memory now. And that's yeah. like a recent memory. But that's a, it's going to be something we're both going to care about. That's the stupidest thing. That's just a house project. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's like one of those little things. But in my head, you know, it's like on his head, I'm sure there's all these things like, God, when he sees, you know, this, he's going to love it. Yeah. Like, needless to know, it's like, oh, you want my old 80s soft rock albums? When you're like, <laughs> okay, cool. It's like, and that got me into Journey. And I still have Journey to this day. You know, right, it's like, right. it's the small stuff. Yeah. He didn't know I was going to care about that, but he held on to him and it stuck. And that's again, why I hold on. I don't know what he's going to care about of all this oh, crap I that. that I have. You got options though. But mm. the thing is, it's going to be something. So I think yeah. that's my biggest thing. Mm. I love that. So, I'll go next. Mine's a little darker, I guess. But my dad wasn't around. He wasn't there for most of my life. I could probably count on both of my hands how many times that me and him actually spent one-on-one time together. Uh, so the one time my dad did stay with us for a little bit longer, I had to been about six or eight years old, and he literally turned my basement into... He built a room for my sister, so she had another room down there. But then he also just turned my room in my basement into like a boxing gym. 
That was my dad's biggest passion. So hmm. me and my siblings, me, to say me and half of my siblings, we all have the same middle name, Ali, because my dad turned into the Muslim faith of everything. But the one person he loved the most out of everybody mm -hmm. in the world was Muhammad mm -hmm. Ali, right? So, like, at eight years old, I had a heavy bag, I had a speed bag, I had a weight set, like, Damn, I, yeah, bro, like, I was straight jailing it, right? Like, I had the concrete just going, just like, you know, like, hey, we're here with it. Um, but yeah, like, I started lifting weights at a young age because of that. And, uh, like, there was, I just thought that would bring me closer to him. But he lived in Detroit, and we lived in Wisconsin. So there wasn't a time where he was like, well, I'm just going to go see my kids. He never put that effort forward. Or if he did, my mom shut it down at the gate because that the way they ended was just so Ike and Tina Turner-ish. It was so bad. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, that's why I say now, like, I will do everything different than my dad will because he just wasn't there. So, like, when, as we talk about it now, being present, being there, I will promise my daughters I will always be there. No matter what happens in life, dad's not going anywhere. Dad loves you regardless of where you're at in life. You know, so uh, I think that's where that's what I would say. Like, yeah, it was cool. I had you know a weight set, but like I would have much rather had him. Yeah, be there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, I think it's just so what someone was saying. Like, I'm gonna throw as many things as possible. Something's gonna stick, right? I don't know which one it is, and it's not even gonna be something that I think is gonna stick, right? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be like, oh, I'm gonna do this because I know. Ten years later, he's gonna. I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he might think the simple thing that I did is the thing that sticks to him, just like you said, right? So for me, if I could just throw as many darts at the, you know, something's going to stick. So I'm constantly trying to create memories. Like, Oaks Park today. Best believe we're going to go on rides. We're going to do all kinds of stuff. And I'm hoping that part of that sticks. But it's also like the age at which you are, right? Like, for me, I don't remember when I was two. You know, that's why, like, when you do things at two and people take their kids, and that's not for the kids. That's for them. Yeah. You know, you can yeah. show them pictures, but the kids, I mean. I don't remember that. No. I think it right. like four and a half, five years old. Like, sorry, it button hit. Yeah, right? you know? So yeah. that's why in my head, I'm like, I told, and I've learned that from, like, other friends that have gone through it. So mm -hmm. for me, like, me and Megan are talking about it now. We want to plan, like, in the next year and start a year or two when he turns five, six to take them to like a Disney cruise or something. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 We want to do something yeah. like We want to go all out. But at that point, it's still That's perfect because it's still magical for him. Mm -hmm. You know? Like yeah. he's still super excited about it, but also he's going to remember it. You know? Yeah. I'll be damned if I'm paying how much. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to sit there and be like, I don't really remember, but the pictures are nice. Like, no. No. I need well, you to remember yeah, this. Yeah, you going to remember that. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> You're going to remember this. It's going to cost me half my life. We're going to make it happen. So, you remember the you don't remember the cruise but you remember that cardboard box yeah <laughs> oh bro that's probably one of the biggest things I learned too was I, I remember we got him this like transformer robotic thing for Christmas and he could care less like it was like, cool, oh, cool but he was like jumping in the cardboard box and trying to drive and pushing around I'm like are you kidding me I paid this much, and all you needed was the car. I can go down to Goodwill and grab a bunch of boxes right now. Mm -hmm. We can play all day. So it's just like, yeah, it's just learning stuff on the go is like the fun part, you know? Um, but yeah, I would just say the thing with me and my dad right now is we have so much more to talk about. Like, we've always had stuff to talk about, but now we share so many stories because I'd be always telling them, like, dang. So, perfect example, I was always wondering why my dad 
and we and him laugh about this all the time. But every once a month, you know, I have three sisters and a mom, right? And I have one brother. Every once a month, he would randomly take us to go get ice cream. And I just thought we were, like, special, right? Like, oh. And then I asked him, I was like, Dad, did you used to take us? Because all the, the girls used to sink, you know? He's like, you're damn right. I was like, oh, damn. Okay. I thought that for years, I was always, like, it was perplexed. I was just, me and my brother would just be like, see you guys later. We're going with dad. And we'd jump in the car and he'd take us, you know, for an hour or two. And it was like, then I started thinking back. I'm like, wait a second. Mom started yelling at sis. Sis was mad about other sis taking her clothes. And all of a sudden, dad was like, we got to roll real quick. We just got to bounce for a second. And so it's so crazy because I'm part never... of the formula, right? So I'm just like I am ah, terrified for my future right now. So just for y'all that have <laughs> daughters, just be prepared for that. But it made sense because, like I said, we're all my siblings are all a year apart. So mm. I had a sister who's just a year younger, twin girls who are a year younger than that, and then my brother's a year younger. So, like when they would get in this mode, and these are all stories that I can share. You know, me and my dad can laugh about now, but I didn't know about this yeah. when I was, you know, growing up. And so we just have so much more to talk about. Uh, I trust, like, he was a great dad for me. So I, I take a lot of his advice, you know, to heart, you know. And so it's just crazy because I see myself doing things that he did that I didn't like when I was. And I'm like, damn, okay. There's a reason. Okay, dad, you're right. All right. The patience, yeah. right? But I lose patience and I want to raise my voice and stuff like that. Like he used to hit me with and he used to hit like, he didn't have to touch me at all. He would just, like, look at me, like, with that look. You guys know. And he'll say something in a stern voice. He'll, if you ever say my full name, I knew it was on right. mm-hmm. William James McCoy. I was like, hey, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I don't know what I did, but I will stop doing it immediately. <laughs> everything Yeah, stopped. everything uh, stopped. Stop moving. Right. Down. I was just like, <laughs> like, like your son, I'm ready to chuck something. No? Okay. okay. We'll just put this toy down real quick. We'll keep the TV for this time. Yeah. So that, I would say that was the best thing for me. Yeah, I already know the way my daughter set up and my wife set up. I'm be like, you gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, it worked. It worked. I'm so yeah. doomed. <laughs> yeah. You have a dog? A guy dog? No, not yet. Not yet. Just, <laughs> you can be like, hey, I gotta go see like, my friend. Yeah. My friend David. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Yeah, hit me yeah, up, bro. Yeah, yeah, the IKEA um, super loafah sofa. Yeah, me helping him set up. Yeah. Like, is it okay? Can I help David? <laughs> How many IKEA couches does he have, bro? Yeah, they're Why do you go to IKEA so much? <laughs> We're in IKEA just chilling. Like, listen, you guys pay me to come here often? Yeah. yeah. Eating Swedish meatballs and shit. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't sleep on the Oh, I'm not. That's what I'm just saying. I'm eating Swedish meatballs and shit. Yeah. How about you, Drew? Hmm. Um. Man, I feel like I kind of answered this in that yeah. last one. Just, I feel like you did. I did. Um, I mean, I'll tell you, you know, that was kind of, you know, just a real eye-opening, just mm-hmm. not, just coming in wherever the, you know, the family's at, you know, mm-hmm. or just, I mean, he receiving us wherever we were at, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, but you know, like, one thing that I really did get from, like, my dad was, at, you know, at this age, he had me when he was 30, and so I'm 30 one right now and so like just are you 31 about, i think so <laughs> are you 32 am i 32 
91? Yeah. yeah. It, it turns into a blur, man. You guys are all babies. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> 32. I'm the shortest guy in here. I appreciate it. This is 27. When's your birthday? When's your birthday? October? Oh, so you're 32. October? October. Oh, so I'm older than you? A little bit. Damn. Yeah. October what? 7th? I'm October 8th. Oh, oh what? Yeah. Alright, sorry, continue. Libra Cougar? Libra. So, I think the one thing I got really from my dad was uh, moving, just movement. Yeah. Um, and like understanding like why he wanted to do that. So at this age, I mean, he blew up to like 300 something. And so I just remember seeing him like, damn, he's a big dude. Yeah. And stuff, and um, like just knowing he was uncomfortable with it, and then he just he really um, started walking and running and dro- drugging and running, like really getting back into it. Uh, and even like a few, a couple of years ago, we were supposed. I was like, it had to have been twenty twenty. Uh, we were supposed to do the Shamrock Run, and mm-hmm. but it, man, it got canceled, and so. Yeah. But it was like you know all of us were talking trash. Me, my brother, my friend. Um, I think our cousin and my dad and stuff and it's just like we're just talking like oh I'm, I'm gonna finish first I'm gonna finish the bike kick first like, <laughs> like like you know what I mean whatever and he ended up killing us and it, like just I'm like dang you know I did track in college and everything right. too and so it's just like it's kind of crazy but you know seeing that and like understanding like there's gonna be a stretch of time where like right now like I feel out of shape you know like I, I, I'm at elementary school and so you know, I, I'm I'm playing with the fifth grade, but fifth grade is making me sweat, yeah. making me sweat in basketball. I'm like, man, this is not good. This is not good. It's not. It's not that I can't keep up with them. It's like I don't have the engine right, right now. It's just like I'm over here, just oh, it's, it's sloppy. It's I'm like, I can't quite. Um, you know, I beat him, and he's like, no, no, dude, that wasn't the score. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't keep going. <laughs> but so the one thing I got from them. Or, like, understanding was just, like, you know, the importance of moving and being patient, moving how you can, you know, because right now I'm in, the, I'm like, I'm in that phase where I'm, like, I'm not moving. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm getting, like, like, further and further out of shape. Uh, the one thing that I feel like saves me is coaching. And then um, working at a gym on, coaching at a gym on Sundays. I was at a, I was at a gym before this. Um, and just, like, getting, like, those movements in, um, even though I'm not doing it at, like, a high intensity. Um but just, like, the importance of moving and, like, you know, seeing my dad do that was awesome. Uh, even my mom moves a lot, too. Like, both my parents move a lot. Uh, and so just seeing that and, like, being able to take that and just like, you know what? Right now I'm playing with my kids, getting that right there. And then, like, in the in the long run, it's, they're going to start seeing me, like, apply it to different things. And, you know, like, start playing basketball, start doing gymnastics, start soccer, swimming. Um, going outside and like just doing different random games and stuff um, you know I really hope that I, I want to bring that in just being consistent with mm-hmm. it you know making yeah. that a part of our like daily you know daily weekly life yeah. um, and so I've been just being really appreciative of that and knowing like the benefits of it yeah mm-hmm. it's hard being a kid and like no one doing those things with you right like yeah. you want like your parent to do that some of that stuff with you but I know my mom was working two and three jobs mm-hmm. she didn't have time for that shit you know mm-hmm. what I mean she's like you better go out there and hit that fucking baseball you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, stop crying you know what I mean yeah. so like I, I I get that quite a bit it's like or I relate to that it's like you at a younger age you want that and then when you finally get that at a later age sometimes it's too late but when you do 
able you are able to get that it's it's a fantastic mm-hmm. thing you know yeah. it's a fantastic thing mm. yeah it's nice so I know uh, one question and I'm, I'm going to jump before we get to our win and well one question that one of our um, our IG followers asked us that they wanted us to talk about is you know intimacy and uh, what did intimacy look like um after the baby was born and and during postpartum and so i'm curious um i mean i can go first if you want me to but i'm curious uh for you all kind of once the baby was out what did intimacy look like and how has that changed since having kids i could i could start that one um uh pause you know pause pause pause. (laughs) no pause 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 Oh, 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 no, oh, 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 but, um, so it's like, you know, thinking about like this question, like almost just being real, like, uh, they're like before, you, you know, your wife has a kid, I mean, even when you're younger or anything, you know, about women having kids, it's like, what happens down there? You know what I mean? It's just like, those are like, oh, what the heck? Is it like tore up? Is it work the same? Is it going to be the same? It, it, it snaps back. It snaps back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just like kind of maturing and knowing that has kind of been really nice. Um, and just like not having to, you know, I think that's one of those things like when you're younger, you like, you worry about when it's like, why are you worried about that? Yeah. There's really nothing Mm -hmm. to worry about like at all. And, um, I mean, unless something like did happen, like, you know, but there's, if it's, I mean, it'd take a lot, but, uh, the, the, I mean, the biggest thing for me was just like letting my wife know that I still wanted her. Mm. You know what I mean? I think that's like the big thing is like. You know, I think, oh, I mean, even, uh, you know, some of the sources of our arguments are from, like, just, like, do you still want me? Do you oh, still man. want me type yeah. of thing? Like, You're not alone. Yo, You're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know. It's a real like, thing. You know, one, one of the, this is a while ago, like, one of my coworkers, they were saying, like, you know, oh, you know, every time we kind of get into it, you know, I just get naked. And it stops. I'm like. That stopped me. <laughs> I was like, try it out. You know what I mean? It's like, I was like, yeah, you know, you know there's definitely a conversation. It's like, yes, I still want you, you know, but there's like X, Y, and Z when you do this, when you're stressing about like this and it comes back on me and I got to like navigate this with like, you know, I'm in this situation. I'm over here thinking like, should I be doing yard work? Should I be cleaning this? Should I be doing that? And you're like, what do you want me to do? You're not giving me, that's like not clear. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, a whirlwind of like what, you know, parenthood and whatever it's like. And so, you know, when you get like that question, like, do you still want me? It's like, oh my god, no. I gotta, you know, I gotta go through this again. Yeah. Yes, yes, I do, yeah. I do. Um, type of thing. And so, you know, just like after the baby, you know, just like doing the things, like showing like the love and care and uh, just being really appreciative. It like, for me, it made me more attractive to my wife. Honestly, it's just like, dang, you did that? Like, that was a crazy thing. We did a, like a home birth and I was able to catch both the oh, kids. Damn. Oh, I heard it. Wow. So, 
Yeah. Wow, more yeah. power too. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm gonna take a sip. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, I'll take some also. That shit, was, that shit sounded wild. Yeah. That is crazy. I was a neighbor at the time. Oh. <laughs> oh. Wow. 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 Literally. Wow. wow. Okay. Oh. That was the second one. That was the second, second one. Oh. Second that was here. right here. Yeah. Yeah. Right here. Right. Right next door. Right. Like right. Right there. Wow. Yeah. I, mean, I know you can't see on the podcast. It's less than twenty feet away. Um, well, you know, he literally said, like, he literally came over and knocked and said, hey, um, you're going to hear some screaming. My, we're doing a home birth. Please don't call the cops. Oh, He's letting you wow. know. We're doing yeah, a home birth. Yeah, and I was like, oh, wild. somebody in my roommate heard just like, oh, and we're, we're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, anyways, continue. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, for me, like, going through that experience of, like, this, like, some, like, just a crazy phenomenon of birth. Like being like literally touching and being with her and catching the baby, you know, our babies, it, you know, I don't know. It's just like really that experience really connected, you know, it's like, like I'm with you through whatever, really like through whatever. And so um, I, I'll just say that just heightened our, our intimacy, like after that mm. um, and just, you know, so every time like we do touch or something, it's just like. Like it's we deeper. feel like yes, it's yeah, like a yeah. deep touch. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like a deep touch. It's, you know, it's, I don't know. It, it, it's just a really good. It's more like your soul connects mm-hmm. more. Yeah. Than just your body. It's like mm-hmm. your body connects, but also like your soul. Like yeah, your souls are connecting. Mm-hmm. So it's like, like de- deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just knowing. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. So like with that, and then like conversations of, um, just. I don't know, you have certain conversations that bring you closer, too. Um, and so just being, like, on that same page brings you closer. Um, resolving, like, these issues brings you closer. Um, so it's just, like, I, like, it's been, for my experience, it's been, it's just been getting better and better and better mm-hmm. since we've had kids. Um, so that's, you know, and again, it's just a lot of communication, a lot of, like, reaffirming. Affirming and reaffirming, um, and just you know, really just being on the same page, like knowing, like, okay, well, okay, they 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 are going to be there for that, you know. So it's like, damn, it's like just solidifying like the trust and solidifying the belief and like solidifying like that partnership that you have with one another. So that that's how it's been. All right, so uh, I guess with the intimacy, it's. It, I, I won't lie, and I'll say it's been somewhat challenging for us because both of our kids have been, we've had have been through in vitro. So both of our daughters, we've had to, you know, go through testing, go through all of that. There's a lot of medical stuff that came along with all of it, mm-hmm. um, which... I don't want to say desensitized us, but we it felt now it feels like we just had to go through the motions to make sure we wanted to be where we wanted to be to be happy, right? Mm. And so now we're at the spot with two kids and being happy, and it's it's it. I I won't lie, it's been challenging, but it's been challenging because time and because of timing, right? Like mm-hmm. I feel like those are granted the same words, but it's different things. Uh, timing, it's like, okay, well, when do we find timing for it? Well, she goes to bed a lot earlier than I do a lot of times. 
And that's just so that I can stay sane. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? And right, she's right, right, got right. awful tired. So we have that that aspect to it. And then you have those conversations of, oh, I'm not happy because of this. And I'm not happy because of this. And it's like, I almost want to say sometimes I don't need that to love you the way that I need to love you. But mm-hmm. at the same point, I know that you need that. Yeah. Right? And I, 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 I understand that she needs that. And I, I don't have a problem. Let's, let's go. But at the same point, there's been, with two kids under two, there's been roadblocks that have caused each one of those where it's like, no, I don't love you any less. I love you more because of what you brought to this world for me and the, the sacrifices we had to make um, without giving too much information like you know we ultimately had a miscarriage our first child and so I know what that was like and then to go for like a four or five year span where we weren't able to have kids to go through in vitro all of that was so much work that it's like let, yeah let's still have sex but how do we make it sexy now you know what I mean? Like, how do we make it sexy now? You know, so I think that's there. There's been challenges because of that, but I don't think that it, it doesn't play a part to me to where it's like oh, I'm gonna leave my wife because of this. No, my wife is my best friend. I mm-hmm. I love Heather to death, and I, I'm not just saying that to say that. This is literally how I feel because this is an argument or a conversation we have all the time. Mm-hmm. It sucks to have this conversation because it sucks to know that she feels that way. But at the same point, it's like, when is that good time? You know. So I think as as we're done having kids now, and I will say that uh, baby number two, Sadie James, is the finale. I have okay. no problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> like, there's no three, yeah, there's yeah, no third yeah, installment, yeah, fourth yeah, installment. Yeah. There's no trilogy. Yeah, I'm, with you. I'm with you. No, it's, sequel, a, it's a done. wrap. Sequel it's a wrap, that, son. Yeah. But I think, you know, I think this is a time now that we can, me and Heather can grow, right? Yeah. We can grow in that aspect to get back to where we were before kids. Because before kids, ain't no problem. Not, not a single problem in the world. But then you put that extra stress on us, yeah. and now we can't technically have kids traditionally. We have to figure out other ways to have kids to make sure that each other are happy. Because both of us really wanted kids. You know, ultimately we did. So it was, it was, it's been a bit of a struggle. But at the end of the day, my wife is the best person on the planet for going through it all with me. Uh, um, I will do anything to support her, to make her feel better about herself and everything else. Um, I hope she always knows that. And I don't, I don't think it's an issue. I'll say that. I don't think it's an issue without actually have talking to her a little bit deeper. But from our last conversation regarding everything, when it comes down to it, it's challenging. But I still love you. I, I, I find myself now uh, holding her hand a lot. Really holding You're her. You're finding a lot other more. ways to be intimate. I, yeah, I'm finding other sex. ways without actually having sex, but like grabbing her and be like, "Baby, I love you. Mm-hmm. I just, I fucking love you." You know, or just grabbing her, kissing her. You know, yeah, just little things. I, I used to do this all the time when our room was upstairs. Now it's our daughter's room, but when she'd go up the stairs, I'd chase behind her butt. 
You know, it's, it's like one of those things. Well, no, we don't go up the stairs anymore. So how do you, how do you, how do you change that, yeah. right? Like, how do you find those new things? It's like little things like that. Like, I don't want to say traditions are broken, but nuances are broken, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, how do you mend those? And I think we do a great job of just loving each other the way we have to love each other while we can love each other. Mm. I think that's the piece, you know, for us. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, uh, well, mild. I'm curious. Um, like, as like a co-parent, like yeah. I know you guys weren't, Go you ahead, guys were together with Carter was conceived and, but like weren't <laughs> together. I'm show you. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, I'm just gonna give you a slap. Yeah, definitely. Um, check yeah. me if I need to be checked. Um, nah, I'm gonna keep it real with y'all, man. Like, check no. the crazy. <laughs> I didn't even get the first sentence off. Yeah, yeah, okay. um, we got Tiffany Tuesday. Oh my god! I mess. I'm no, I'm, I'm, right I'm kidding. Y'all kidding. Kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. He's getting trouble. Phone ringing. Y'all better quit playing with me. All right. Anyways, mine's very interesting because um, it's. I we broke up before Carter was born, so mm-hmm. it was crazy. The, the minute I found out he was born, me and Megan weren't even together at the time, mm. right? So I was just at work. She called me, told me my heart sunk. I was like, "What the hell?" Now I went into this like overdrive mode of like, "Oh my gosh, like a kid's coming in the like the world. It's, it's mine. Like I gotta." So I kind of and and looking back now, I I definitely would have changed the way I would have done things. Oh, but uh, you know, <laughs> you, you go through that mode and you go to like that like fight or flight mode, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, what are you gonna do now? You are this is a whole different situation. And so instead of like, you know, and, I, and credit to Megan, like she wanted to like if we're going to be together, like go to counseling and try to figure out why we broke up the first time, right? Because we weren't even living together anymore and stuff like that. And um instead I was like, nope, we're gonna make it work. F it. No, we got a kid coming in the world. Like, we're just going to, we'll figure it out, you know? So I want you to move with me to Vancouver. That's where my job is. Um, I found a nice place, like all this stuff. I got everything set up. But the one thing I didn't fix was us. (laughs) So it was like, I'm literally just like, I have a kid. I'm forcing her to come live with me and we're going to make this work. And it's just going to be kumbaya. And we never fixed what the issue was. Yeah, exactly. You know, but in my mind, I was like, mm-hmm. this is the best for the kid. What I found out later on, obviously, was that we didn't have to force being together to be a good parent. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's the first thing I thought about was like, the only way he's going to be successful is we have to be together. <laughs> and so I definitely like just made that decision. Um, and so we tried to make things work, but we never fixed the issue to begin with. So fast forward. We're living together. She's due March. Um, you know, we kind of like we're just off. It was just it was just was I was working hella because mm-hmm. at this point I'm like I gotta get ready for the yeah, kid. Right. I'm not financially. Yeah. I don't think I'm financially where I want to be. You know, she's gonna have to take time off of work. Like all this stuff, I was in like panic mode almost. Like bills gotta get paid. Bills gotta get paid, yeah. right? And so I was driving Lyft, Uber. I was doing my regular nine to five, and then getting off and just driving and just 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 working my and. Through that process, I was missing the intimacy part as well, right? Mm-hmm. You can't be intimate with someone you're not even there. You know what I'm saying? And so, in my mind, I try to justify it as, I'm working. I got to work and get this. And like, 
but she wasn't getting things she needed. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, FaceTime, man. No. I mean, it's, there's so many things looking back that I could have done, but it's just I, my focus was like, panic. I got a kid coming. I got to do this. I don't want to be that dad that can't provide. I don't like all these things. And so... I think we all go through that. Yeah. 100%. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think there's a dad on this planet who isn't, isn't invested in their kid's life that doesn't say... Oh, I had to do all this fucking shit now. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't read the Parent, baby book, and I felt terrible for not right. reading a baby book. You know what I mean? <laughs> but at the same point, it's like the ones that don't though are the deadbeats. And I tell you right now, the worst thing that you could tell, I've lost friends, <laughs> friends that I was cool with, and I found out how they were with their kids. Yeah, mm. like we're not friends no more. Like, mm-hmm. like hundred percent. That's part of my with you. you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah, like, it's, it's like, like, like you want to tell them like I like you really can't yeah. support your like that's yeah. crazy. The choice is not hard. Yeah, it's not. It's not hard. It's not. And so I just, and I, you know, so I wasn't there in the things that she needed to be. It's financially, sure. I was able to grab, get all this money so we could have this nice house and do all these things. But like, she needed way more for me, like on a physical and emotional level that I was not providing. And I can be honest about that, you know? And so we broke up probably like December, like not too long after Christmas. He still do March and we still live together. Woo. And her family's there. <laughs> I let her, like her family, mom and brother, all them were living there. So this this was a probably the I call it the dark ages for me <laughs> because I'm not getting no sleep. Oh my! God. I'm in a house with her and her entire family, and they're just like Team Megan all day, and I'm just like the outsider. Basically, I feel like that. Mm-hmm. You know, right. love her family. Don't get it twisted, but that's just it was it a dark feel like time. Your house. It doesn't feel yeah. my house at all. Yeah. Like I was yeah. like you know like, else's house. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah, I was living it. there, and I'm paying for. All this stuff to get done, it was just, it just, it was rough for your boy. But this is the crazy part, right? So we're not, we're, we've been having a bad time. We're not even together, but we live together. So we're sleeping in separate places, right? She has a bed. I'm on the couch every night after I'm working these crazy hours. The craziest thing happened. The day that I went in and I found out she was having the baby. When she had the baby, I was in tears. And it brought us close. It was the weird. It was like a transition. We gotta like, try back. Yeah, we gotta try right? again. But see, it wasn't even like try back. It was just like to what you were saying, Jay. Like she was so beautiful to me. Like oh my gosh. Like her giving birth, I thought it was gonna be like I was gonna. Yeah. <laughs> like I was gonna pass out. I was the just everything happening was so emotionally like just crazy. And like from that point on, I was just like thinking to myself like. And I felt like for her, she felt like she doesn't look attractive or she like the way she like would carry herself felt like she wasn't her normal self, you know, mm-hmm. which is understandable. You just had a baby. Like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. You Body got to recover. Body got to recover. Your mind, so, your mind got to recover. Yeah, yeah, everything. So I was just like, I get, and I'm not going to lie. I didn't do the proper research so in my head. When I did see it, it was twofold. I was like, gosh, I, how am I going to be able to compete with that? Like, man, I just seen a baby come out. Like, how long? You know what I'm saying? Like, be better. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I was thinking the worst, bro. I was like, bro, I mean, I feel like I'm nice, but I'm not that nice. Like, I got to figure I got to figure out how I'm going to, you know. But we're not even together, so that's like, yeah. It's like the last of my, my thoughts. was like, okay, what, you know, so like, to your point, in the beginning, and I was there for like six months when he was there, right? It wasn't. I moved out after. So for the first six months, what you guys are going through, I know. Trust me, PTSD, like crazy. Like, no sleep, working crazy hours. Come on, I got videos right now. You just see me like this, and he's laying on me. Just like this. It's, it's a normal thing. So 
you know, fast forward a little bit later before we like I moved out, um, you know, we were able to like have some mm-hmm. encounters, you know, saying it was cool, but like it's really hard not to because you're like, you be yeah, you're in there and yeah. you're there every day. So yeah. it's not like I could just be like, oh, I'm going to go do this. No, like go to work, bring your butt home and take the kid. And it was just like that. So I didn't even feel freedom until I, I moved out to where I can like actually have a intimate life with outside the parameters. But this is the key point right here. Since the day I moved out and even probably two or three months before, I made a conscious decision, even though it's hard, because I'm very attracted to her still, to not do anything. Mm-hmm. So that the reason why people want to say, well, how do you guys co-parent so well? Because you got to make the boundary. Yeah, you got to make the boundary. And trust me, it's hard. Like I still think she's attractive. And when I see her in settings where we're like with the kids and we're staying in a hotel, like, mm. I, right. But to just but you learn I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you gotta yeah. say that. But you, yeah. you, have to, yeah. you can't hide it. Yeah. You gotta be like, yeah. it's, it's real. Like, like it's a real deal feeling. with it going yeah. forward. Right. And so all the stuff she's hearing now, she doesn't even know because I play it hella cool. I'll be like, no, it's cool. But in reality, I'm like, yeah. But then I think to myself, okay, if me jumping back in there is gonna cause friction to yeah. where Carter now has to figure out this yeah. weird thing, hell no. And this is how I know that I got so much love for him. Because his happiness overrides your boy, right? Your boy is like, yo, I mean, mom's looking kind of nice tonight. <laughs> and he's laying right there with you. Hey, you better not talking about Tiffany on Tuesday. Oh, all right. I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. I'm keeping it all the way wrong with y'all, bro. To the step, to the to the co-parents out there, I'm gonna just tell you: if you want a successful co-parenting, you have to cut that part off. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I've noticed is because That's the friends, the friends that haven't have been able to separate oh. the two, they're the ones complaining to me like, "Man, she, I don't know why she acted like this." Cause you keep going back. Y'all gotta, you know, mm-hmm. you know. And so like. That I think that's a huge thing. So intimacy wise, we've both been happy because she can find those aspects elsewhere just like I can. Mm-hmm. And so we're so happy we've got that part fulfilled on separate yeah. ways. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do that with each other. But the love we show to each other in front of Carter is different. It's just like, you know, we always hug each other. We always say we love you. Uh, you know, I love mm-hmm. you. And so these are standards that we want him and the daughter to see that are like are prevalent between yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah. that's the intimate that's the most intimacy you see with us is a hug and I love you and that's good enough that's perfect you know that's great yeah. for knowing you both that's, that's, I really commend you yeah. both for the relationship you guys have like if I God forbid anything happened between me and Heather that is what I would base my relationship off of is what you and Megan kind of have to be able that. to do Seriously. you know what I mean yeah, to be able to have that kind of yeah. co-parenting spirit yeah. oh man I mean me and Heather talk about that all the time like what happens if we do yeah. you know what I mean it don't want to talk about it but at the same point it's, it's like a reality. it's reality yeah. like how many people get divorced what does that divorce rate really look like unfortunately if that's the case we both know at the end of the day, it's not about us. It's about our two daughters. Right? So, like, I've, I've always wanted to tell you and Megan, like, man, you guys are amazing. You're amazing. I yeah, yeah. That. Well, just know that Genuinely. it took work. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, we, had, we had some dark ages in there, especially with COVID. Mm-hmm. That oh, yeah. sucked because we oh, live separate places, God. but she didn't trust that, you know, if I'm going to be with these other people, like, I can't just bring, you know. So, yeah. it, was, it was rough, bro. I'm trying to tell you, we had dark time but the place we're at now is i couldn't ask for nothing more because when i think of my life as a whole 
I would say 50% of my happiness is just if me and her co-parenting one car is happy. Outside mm-hmm. of that, mm. the rest is like cakewalk. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just yeah. work. Man, the impact that it would have had on me if I seen like my parents like been good or even like that little yeah. bit of intimacy. Right? Like, yeah. Major. So that's, yeah. uh, that's major. I appreciate it. Dorcel hates me. Shout out to Megan. Shout out to Megan. Appreciate you. How about you, Tim? Do you really want me to go into this? Yeah, of course. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You want me to sit in between or? Oh no, I'm good. good. I'm good. I think I can hold my, my <laughs> hold No, honestly though, I'll uh, the biggest thing I'll say is I mean it. It wasn't super easy for us, you know, just from ground zero, um, and for and for a bit, you know, I think it was tough for the two of us is to figure out how to be on the same page as one another. Like what I found out from, honestly, from the two of us, that was just something I didn't really take into consideration before we had a kid was just the fact that we had, you know, different ways that we feel appreciated and feel loved. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I'm just someone that, you know, physicality is like my thing, you know? And like for her, it's not, you know, like, like she's kind of on a different wavelength to so where she's more so just like, I just want to spend some quality time. Yeah, you know, when we have some time, like I spend some time rather than being physical. Like yeah. that uh, actually means something to me. Which you know aren't the same thing, <laughs> you know. So it's like like it, it's when you say physical, does it mean like are you talking about like also like you you like the feeling feeling touchy touchy like like holding hands and like holding each other. Uh, uh, for me, it's like yeah, I, I all want of that I, all physical. Okay, I, I want all the physicality and yeah. so like you know I bring on the physicality, you know, and then so. I never, like, heard, the, you know, like, the, I don't know if you still want me, because I, I throw myself out there just nonstop. I'll, like, there's just no way that she doesn't know that. Yeah. But that's also not necessarily what she's looking for. Yeah. yeah, for her, she's like, that's cool. Like, I can tell you want me, but I just don't have the energy. I'm exhausted. And I also just have, you know, like, I, I just don't have, last I have any of this. <laughs> like, <laughs> me? Why are you asking me today? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I told you my hair hurt. Like, it's like I always say this thing. It's like you never know. You know, you gotta shoot your shot every single day because you don't know when you're gonna get a yes. You know what I mean? So you gotta, you know. So like, I think for me, the biggest Salesman. thing was just for me, like realizing, right? Yeah. Salesman mentality. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot my shot, shot every single day. You know, but I, so I think the biggest thing for me was just one, just understanding like what that means. That we're, you know, what she really needed and then the reason why like what was i really looking for am i really you know i guess just you know based like what is going to make both of us just feel still connected you know what mm-hmm. i mean and so like, obviously to come down to communication us having those conversations even for us to be able to have the understanding of just what both of us were looking for in our relationship and the curveball that gets thrown into it with a kid that you can't anticipate and you can't plan for in any way whatsoever you know what I mean? So just when you get that thrown in there, how are the two of you gonna gonna stay connected? And that was, I mean, it was tough for a bit. I know how tough it was for me. I think for her, just overall, just being a parent, like our kid didn't sleep very well. You know what I mean? So it was just maximum exhaustion for both of us. You know what I mean? And that was for a long time. We're not talking just like that first month, the first three months. Like it was like the first year, um, even year and a half probably, where it was just like sleep wasn't great. Like, you know, co-sleeping waking up in the middle of the night you know, our, our kid just we <laughs> we didn't get to get that sleep well you know what i mean like that's just a, a card to get dealt um so for us it just came down to just communication understanding what both of us wanted understood and then also like 
for me, my biggest realization too was just like, it got to a point when I started doubting myself a little bit. I'm like, is it like me? Am I doing something wrong? You know, and like, that's me getting very real right now, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, it's obviously like something with me. I'm going to start working out more. I'm going to start losing. I started trying to just do everything. Yeah. I was like, what do, you, do you want me to take on somebody's chores around the house? And I started taking on more chores. I'm going to burn myself to the ground. I don't even care. This is what it's going to take yeah. for me to save this, you know? Because like, yeah. I felt like something was going wrong. But then I realized, like, nothing's going wrong here. Like, what I really need to figure out is, is our kid happy? Is she happy? Am I happy? You know, like, at the end of the day, like, at the very base level of that. And if there's something going awry there, like, let's figure that out. And, like, what can we do to figure that out? You know, and that was... It's a lot of communication and it's a lot of just taking in that, like, sometimes the problem is other things. It's yourself. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so, it sounds like my uh, situation might have been a little different from all of yours, you know? But, like, for me, it was just, like, yeah, it wasn't super easy. But, like, we figured it out just by, like, by talking to each other and for me to understand, like, sometimes it is you. You know, we don't ever want to admit that it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's always someone else, right? But yeah. sometimes, it, you know, sometimes it's, like, you just got to figure out, it's, like, it's you in the sense that, like, it's not all about you. There's bigger things at play. And, like, what actually matters here? Like, is everyone in a good situation? Yeah. Do you have comfort in your home? Do you have love in your home? Do you have happiness in your home? Let's figure that stuff out first. And then everything else will come into play, you know? And, like, I, I, we're in a great spot. You know I mean? We're, we're in a great spot. But it was tough for that first year, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um and so I, I understand people that have to go through that. I understand why it's probably a question that got brought up. You yeah. know, it's a struggle that a lot of people yeah, go through. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, I think, honestly, the biggest thing that I pulled out of that is just people feel di- feel love different ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. I, and then, you know, yeah. and like, so like, if two people are wired the same way, it makes it hella easy, mm-hmm. you know? But if they're not, then you got some stuff to kind of figure out and how you're going to make it work. You know, that's where that compromise comes in. I'm glad you said that because, yeah, 100%. I, I agree exactly where you're coming from. And sometimes you have to look at it like, well, is it me? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of different things where it was like, well, is it me? When it comes down to having our miscarriage, but now having to go through in vitro, is it me? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, am I, am I the reason we can't have kids? Now that plays another part. And, like, being able to have that communicational comeback yeah. to be like, <laughs> okay, you actually do love me. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's, I I can relate to you on that full full through because it's 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 not an easy place to be in, especially coming and being a dude, mm-hmm. right? It's not an easy place. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. So you were not alone, sir. Just so you know that I'll say that out loud. Appreciate that, my yeah, man. <laughs> and I so I, I just appreciate like how you've supported and been just an amazing like husband and partner to my sister you know like I know when we first met um I didn't really give you a chance <laughs> no you didn't yeah, yeah. You <laughs> it, lightly. as you shouldn't you <laughs> know? right right no, yeah. check your man oh, right? sister man yeah, exactly <laughs> I first, I, I, first time I saw my sister holding hands with another guy I said hey <laughs> hey <laughs> he ran uh, and I said I'm a track star <laughs> right where you going <laughs> so I'm right here how far oh, are we going <laughs> Was it the first time we met? Was at my house. You know, the first time we met was we're, we're out at a bar, and and Latoya was like, "Hey, this is my brother." And I remember putting my hand out. I'm like, "Hey, nice to meet you." I'm yeah, Tim. Like, cool, and you me. just stared at my hand. You <laughs> stared at my hand. Cold eyes. Damn. 
so I got nothing from you, but I do remember like after that, there was one point too. I'm like, yeah, it's just really weird that your brother's like always around, but he isn't saying anything to me. She's like, yeah, he did say something though. He likes your shoes. Cause I'd always like take my shoes off. So I'd like my Jordans, my Pumas. I got all my stuff like by the door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So apparently he made a comment. He's like, I like this guy's shoes. Yeah. Like, I don't know about him, but he has nice shoes. Listen, Listen. Take the credit where you want. A win is a win. Okay. Take that small victory. Don't make it hard, but there's a chance. Yeah. See, there's a chance. Yeah. But yeah, no, you like you're amazing, and I'm so glad that um, I've got to meet you, and that you are my sister's partner, and that you are raising an amazing individual. I don't know if it was the second one coming ever, uh, but like Dom is amazing, and you guys are amazing, and so I'm so glad that I have to like to be able to connect with you. So that's appreciate it, that, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Dope. Love you For too. Sure. Can I ask a question, yeah. just real quick, just amongst us, like um, we have siblings, all of them are with somebody. How did you feel about that extra guy coming? Like, I guess David just kind of talked about that, right? But, like, how how did you feel when your sister... Or person. Or person. Yeah. You know you know what I mean? Like, how did, how did that make you guys feel? I, I mean, see Jordan I mean, smiling. I, like, I he's mean, like... I got, <laughs> my, I got a brother, one. and I'm like, hey, we going on a mission tonight? <laughs> <laughs> so I dropped him off. Hey, hey, future hey, hey, hey we're we're getting into, though. Right? Like I said, my sister, I yeah. just, they be running, and I'm just, you know, mess. I mean, you know, I think, I, I honestly think that kind of messed my sister. I was just like, I'm not bringing nobody around you guys unless I know he can hold it. You know, she had one other boyfriend that was, he was whatever that ended up working, but uh, she's single now. Uh, but you know, she she really don't be saying anything to us about it. You know, I think unless it's real serious, and you know, at this, I mean, I mean, I've matured a little bit. And so, <laughs> um, you know, it's just, it's, you know, it's whatever. It's her life now. You know, we're, yeah. we're adults now. She's mm-hmm. not like a middle school girl or high school girl anymore. So, um, I don't know. I haven't had that chance to like, like she's still single. You know, mm-hmm. so it's, you know. And then my brother's my, my, my brother. Yeah. I, I'm like, that's a whole different. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm I'm there with him. It's like, yeah, this is what you got to yeah. say. Yeah. What she's definitely different, right? right? It's yeah. definitely different. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I got three sisters in between me and my brother, but it's so funny because. My brothers, we we played like the good cop, bad cop. So I'm okay. the one that's very like, what's up, bro? Nice to meet you. And my nice. brother's like, man, watch out, bro. Like, <laughs> like you, like, oh no, you like that? <laughs> like, what you mean? But you know, so for us, it's like a testing them out kind of thing. So I like to think we do like the bad boys, Martin Lawrence type no. thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come to the door and if you, you at least third, F around to find out. Chitty, but it's like, chitty, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So my brother, you see, you know, he's all yeah. yoked. So he'll come out with a wife beater, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? And I'm like, chill out, bro. Chill out. <laughs> I'm well. Nice to meet you. Uh, it's my brother, Paul. Like, what, you know, what's your intentions? You know, stuff like that. So, uh, it's like, a. It's all a little love. It's all yeah, fun. Yeah. yeah. But my sisters are old enough to where it's like, come on, man, let them live. Let them live. <laughs> my, my sisters are all older than I am. Like, they're eight and ten years older than I am. So, like, I've known my brothers in law for years. Mm. And I'll tell you a funny story that just made me feel super like, what the fuck, right? So, my sister is closest in age. She's eight years older than I am. She brought this guy home. Brings him home. I thought he was super much, way older. Fucking, hey, dude, give me 20 bucks. You know what I mean? 
Give me 50 bucks. Come on, what's it? Okay. Hey, Hamid, I got outfits for you. Here, here check these outfits. Da, da, da. Come to find out this motherfucker was two years older than I am. <laughs> so, like, I, like, he was just giving me shit that I was, like, making him give me. Oh, <laughs> but at the same you point, it was only two. Oh, yeah. but I mean, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I kind of was, but at the same point, my nice. brother and my wife. I like that watch. <laughs> hey, but he was looking out for me, though. Like, <laughs> right? Like, like, what size shoe you wear, bro? He's got little feet. Oh, <laughs> that's that's why he was punking. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shout out to my brother-in-law June. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was something. He's still here. He's still here. Oh yeah, he's he's married oh. in. Like, my brother-in-law, like I said, my brother-in-law. Oh, you did oh, say that. Yeah. Yeah. I missed that. My bad. Yeah. He's cool as hell. Don't get me wrong. My brother-in-law is a shit. I love June to death. But it's just like at first he'll tell you to say a story. He's like, "Yeah, let's give up need all this," but he didn't know that like literally I am two years older than him. I'm like, "This motherfucker." After that, I was like, "All right, you you cool, you cool, you cool." You passed the test. Yeah. You passed the test a long time ago. I can't say shit now. You, <laughs> you know, carry nigga on it. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think like when it comes to me and me and Courtney, I think like where there's a will is a way. I mean, like, if you, if you if you want to be intimate, we'll find a way. Like, this was, like, the first, first, like, four and a half months of, like, obviously the first, like, honestly, we weren't intimate for the first, like, two months, I think, maybe, two and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because she was going through her own postpartum oh, uh, experience with how yeah. she was feeling, her body, and all those things. Yeah. And I know there's a lot of just, like, you know, self-esteem and self-image thing that, that goes on, with, like, when you are recovering from postpartum. Um, but we were like, we don't want to wait till six months down the road and then be like, let's try it. Cause there's a lot of anxiety going into that. Um, and so like, you know, we were intimate, like after like, yeah, I think after like two months we we're like, all right, like, let's just fucking like get it over with in the sense of like, we don't want to have that anxiety where it builds up to be more than it needs to be. Yeah. And like, like, like you said, I think, uh, like you said, like the body's resilient. And so it always goes back to homeostasis. So how it was before is how it will recover mm-hmm. um and so i mean it is it, it was it was you know like just like war yeah. um and so i think just like but the big thing has been figuring out times being intimate just with like fatigue like yeah. i'm like i like out of both of us i'd say she is the more like intimate person like she's like always like oh, like let's go like like when like blah 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 and i'm just like oh yeah you know it is what it is like i'm, I'm cool I'm, I'm down but i'm like also i'm, I'm just i'm chilling you know, cool. <laughs> uh which i feel like maybe is like not the norm i don't know um but and i think it's been i think difficult in the sense of just like figuring out like because we're co-sleeping like, you know, I got kids sleeping in our bed. Oh, Figuring out, like, okay, like, we're obviously not going to, you know, like, do, we'll fi- let's just figure out, be creative. We obviously, we got, we've been creative. Yeah, we got to be creative. You know, we've gotten creative and, and stuff like that. And so I think that's just been, like, that's also can be kind of fun, too, of like, being creative of, like, okay, well, she's sleeping. So, like, what can we do? Like, obviously, like, because she's, like, super attached to us. So when we're not in bed, she's, like, eventually, like, put your eyes up. Like, yeah. what the fuck they ask? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like, from a parent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right? So, like, figuring that out. But, like, that's been, like, really kind of cool. They'll be all right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, getting creative. But I think that's, um, but yeah, I mean, it's been, like, I think that self-esteem portion has been, like, really difficult of, like, like you said, she's like, well, am I not good enough? Am I not? Like, and it's like, no, 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 that's not, that's not the case. That's yeah. not, that's not what it is at all it's just like it's my own stuff it's me like i'm tired i'm just like 
my mind is like 80 million things I need to do. And so like, and so I think that's just been like, for sure, something that I'm, I'm working through myself. Um, but yeah. I'll say, man, if you're in our bed, we're in your bed. (laughs) (laughs) there's a will there's a way you guys are fooling me all right fellas and uh now it's time for our weekly win and woe uh this is something that is over the week that was something that was really positive either professionally uh relationship wise parent wise or just work related wise occupational wise um that went well for you and then something that uh didn't go so well for you which was different um and we are gonna start with amid i'm gonna have you go first okay um yeah uh my woe um, the other day, not long ago, my daughter, uh, fell off the couch and we have all hardwood floors Ooh. and she had a busted lip, broke my fucking heart. Mm. Cause it was the first time I seen her really hurt herself. And then for there to be a little blood to go along with it, uh, man, that crushed me right there. Um, my win was, is the fact that my wife and I have found a way to both try to, I shouldn't say that because I'm the only one probably really getting sleep. I was going to say that, that my wife and I are, figured out a way for both of us to kind of get more sleep, but like... Um, just the fact that how well we're co-parenting with that. Like, do you want to stay up? And get up through the night with the kid, or do you want to get up in the morning? Which one are you going to do, right? And having that structured plan, I love that because it's like another communicational thing. Granted, I'm the one who gets up in the morning. Um, she She's just a trooper and just, she just, hey, get up, kids, kids cry. You know what I mean? Like, she's a trooper. So, uh, all the shout outs in the world go to Heather Smith. Awesome. Me next? All right. Yeah, no, I say my, uh, guess you can call it a win but my big thing was we took my kid to the zoo a lot last summer and it was like more of like definitely felt like it was like more for us you know what i mean like he was just in a stroller and we like point out like you get like get a smile on his face when you saw like the goats but that's about it that's all you get out of it and you're like oh, i think he liked it like this year he was like running and like actually enjoying it and i didn't even realize they had like little like metallic like figurines like everywhere across the zoo is like in the walkway stuff like that he sees all of them you know so he was legitimately like loving every aspect of it and like i'm calling that my win because like the cool thing is like now when i take him places like i feel like he's actually able to get excited and like appreciate things you know like, i actually like he's gonna do it rather than me like i should show him things because i'm that's what i should be doing with my time with him right like now he's actually able to enjoy stuff on his own which is super cool um so, I mean, I think that's just, like, that's, you know, we always talk about, we talked a little earlier, right, about, like, the things you look forward to in parenting, and, like, you're always looking forward to, like, a future stage that's going to be exciting when you get there. Um, we've all learned that it's best to enjoy where you're at, because that's coming on faster than you want it to. Um, but this is a cool stage to get into. Like, we're now, you can do activities like that. 
It's my woe for the week. I mean, I think my biggest thing that I'm really challenged with right now is uh, just balancing stuff, you know, between work, the kid, the wife, and I have these massive front and backyards that I got to try to keep under control. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just like the balancing act of like, how can I do all this as much as it needs to be done is something I don't really know how to figure out. And it's starting to hit me really strong. But I'm behind and all these, it feels like in different ways, <laughs> you know? So like, it's a, like, that's like a, a tough thing. Cause I'm getting to this point where I'm like, I just don't really know which of these do I pull back on. Yeah. You know, like which of these falls last. Like obviously I feel like the yard goes last, but also my kid needs the yard to be functional for him to be able to enjoy it. So it's just tough, you know? So I don't know. That's my, that's my biggest one. I talk about a balancing act. Okay. Uh, I'll go. Um, I think a win for this week is uh, we are moving into our our new house in Gladstone, um, and so I'm super excited for that. Um, and we did cam uh, camping uh, the day before, um, and just kind of test it out to see how um, it will be like camping our backyard. Um, and yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Um, and a whoa is I really struggle with transitions and I think I've said this many times before in other episodes. Um, I just see a lot of anxiety and stress when I'm, a lot of things are happening all at once, which I'm, it's ironic because I also make big transitions. When things happen, I make it in big things. Um, so like moving, um, going into summer, having a child and transitioning them to try to sleep training a new house. Um, it's just... Um, it's really stressful and just thinking about that causes me already a lot of anxiety. Um, and so like that is kind of a woe, a general woe going into this last week has just been all of those life changes for sure. Yeah. Um, I would say a win for me would be um, kind of what I talked about earlier, just the evolution of seeing my son learn things at such a rapid rate, you know? So testing him out all the time on like numbers and letters and then his responses to him just knowing things has brought me so much joy, you know. So I would I consider that a win. Every time we can talk and he like can respond, it's it's the best. So that's been very <laughs> positive yeah. for me in general. So I just love it. Um my woe would be this transition I'm having now with like trying to take off more time from work so that I can have more time with yeah. them. Um, in my head, I think it's just going to be like this easy, like, yay, I get all this more time. But it's more like there's a money aspect that was connected to yeah. it, which means I need to now adjust my financials on how mm. I'm doing certain things. So, yeah, am I getting more time? Sure. But I also have to make up for the money that, you know, so I'm trying to piece that part together. And again, shout out to Megan because she's working with me to, like, make sure we are on balance with all that you know so um just the transition of that right now has been a little difficult but like a little balancing act. yeah the balancing act but we'll, we'll get there i have faith we'll get there so not too bad uh, my my win and will are a little bit mixed uh, or not mixed but like uh, integrated uh with, because this past week the track season kind of fully ended um which like the woe of it is like it's just extra time away from the family. Um, and so 
you know, the win was like, we had a great year. Like, I had a girl, I coached throws, and we had a girl who threw in one state in both the jab and the disc, which was like the first time ever um, being able to do that. And also got like fourth in the shot put. So like, just a great athlete. And so, you know, like the win was like, you know, being able to finish this year out strong with that athlete. And, um, you know, just having enjoyed that experience, you know, and then, you know, it's, it's a big sacrifice to, to coach like with the family. Cause just, again, you're taking like, you're choosing to take time away from them. Um, and so, uh, you know, my woe, I guess, was like, like finally like being done with it. Um, and sometimes, you know, you just have to listen. And, you know, I, I think I didn't really want to listen to my wife talk about like how it was like impactful. And so like my woe was just not handling that like as gracefully as I could have. Mm-hmm. Um, and just knowing like, I mean, I, yeah, so the, well, yeah, just not handling, I don't know, I'm going to do too much detail, but like just not handling it as gracefully as I could have. Um, knowing like the only, like the end, the ending was like, she just wanted me, she wants, she's glad I'm back. Yeah. And like just wants me around, doesn't want me to go like much, like too far away. But you know, and I, I totally get it, you know, so, so, you know, that, that, that would be like my winning well this week. All right, and that is a wrap of our amazing episode of Dads in the Wild. Thank you guys so much for coming. I feel like we had some really amazing conversations. That was a two-part um, two part podcast episode, and so I just want to thank you guys all for coming. Appreciate you, man. Happy Father's Day yeah. to you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Happy, Happy Father's Day to you guys. Yeah. You guys all deserve it. Oh, I appreciate yeah. it. Everyone, you, you too. too. You too. I feel like you use that as like a platform to like uh, express your like uh, you know how people have like notebooks and stuff that they just write through. I feel like you're just you're just like posting and it's fresh because right this after how I really the game, feel. yeah, fuck this game, yeah, he was trash, <laughs> he was trash, yeah. coach, you should have did better, should have right. him out earlier. <laughs> no, but we're good, and it's like. Will, great game today at the quarterback position. Made a great catch. Like, just all just stuff. So, it's like, yeah, I just hope that we have a good game so that, you know, he keeps it. Is this our pre-podcast our pre, our pre, uh, speech? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Try not to suck, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Can you just not suck today, please? Thank you.